All right, guys, welcome to episode six of the Bucket Seat Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Byrne, and today we are going to be doing a really short segment, 15 minutes on 15 cars under $15,000. This is actually, if you can believe it or not, from a from a, a guest of the show who had found one of our episodes interesting enough about um, the $15,000 used car challenge. So I wanted to repeat it because I think a lot of people have a lot of misconceptions on what can be had for that price range. So I just wanted to take a quick look. I'm not necessarily doing this live. I did take some time before this to go through some of the the options that are out there, but um, found some really cool stuff. And um, it's more just to prove that that's out there than anything else. So uh, without further ado, I'm kind of going to get into this. So, you know, it's important that... um, It's important to understand that, of course, with all these cars that are under $15,000, although they're very cool, in a lot of cases, they will require uh, a considerable amount of maintenance and in some cases, a lot of a lot of preliminary work and preparation in order to get them on the road, I guess, in the fashion that you'd really want to get them on. Uh, One of the other things is that for $15,000, you do have to uh, you do have to understand that you're going to get a vehicle that is likely fairly high kilometers you know, but in most cases, if you can look hard enough um, and well enough, you can find ones or good examples of ones that uh, have been taken care of. So I'm going to start off with uh, a 2006 Audi S4, six speed, it's the V8. This only has 147,000 kilometers on it, getting that six speed with this uh, combination of that naturally aspirated V8 is pretty awesome. I've driven a bunch of these back when I used to work at Volkswagen and Audi at their head office. And um, they're super fun. I mean, the new turbo variants are great, but um, these naturally aspirated V8s were just, it was something really fun to drive in terms of just the predictability of the power and how it came on and off power. Uh, And of course the all wheel drive system in Canada is um, pretty amazing. He's got its black on black. Um, it's got a great set of wheels on it. And this one, I mean, even though he does advertise it, I do have to agree that this is an incredibly clean example. Um, it even has, um, uh, yes, the black on black. No, it looks really good. And it is exactly $15,000. Yeah, there's a ton um, of extra information on it. I mean, he goes off to try to explain that the interior, uh, exterior and mechanical ratings at a 10 being, uh, eight and a half out of 10 on exterior, nine and a half on interior, nine on mechanical. I mean, I'm sure this guy is selling this on all of the Audi forums right now. I found this one on auto trader, like a lot of these vehicles, but, um, he's, um, you know, he's gone on to list that he replaced coils under warranty, which is great to know. I mean, I have a feeling that he was probably the original owner. If he was doing this stuff under warranty, replaced the power steering rack, and uh, timing chat, or sorry, the timing chain. He said that it rattles very little, um, only on really cold starts, which I mean, it kind of makes sense on those cars. What else does he have in here? I think that's kind of it. It's he has these rotiform BLQs on glass black, which are those wheels. They've got really low kilometers on those as well. So I mean, you get those, you get an extra set of wheels, and fifteen thousand dollars. You get you get it for certified and e tested. So that is the uh, two thousand six Audi S four six speed. That's the V eight. $15,000 for that one. I'll try to list all these on my blog as well. I haven't really been doing that in the past, but I think I'm going to try to get in the habit of doing it going forward just so you guys can have a reference point to a lot of the stuff that we're talking about on the show. And uh, in this case, we'll have some links. Uh, I used to do the bucket seat gold. I don't do it very much anymore as things have gotten busier, but 
this will probably be an extended version of it just without as much detail. Uh, car number two that I found, I, f- I think I found this when I was uh, talking with Josh on the on episode uh, two or three. And this is, uh, but I, I, you know, after reading into it, it looks like a little bit of a different one, which is a 93 Toyota MR2 Turbo. That is $15,000. It looks super clean. I mean, you kind of have to deal with a lot of the, the hassle of, you know, some of the stuff that these older cars have. It's nice because it is left-hand drive. You don't really find a lot of those anymore. So this guy's claiming to have about $20,000 of upgrades in the car. So you always have to be pretty wary of that. That's, I guess, another thing when you're looking at cars under $15,000, especially anything performance-oriented, um, you know, big in the in the enthusiast or tuner community. Buyer beware. Uh, you know, he's he's already saying that there's, you know, $20,000 in, in upgrades in the car. So a lot has been messed with. He's saying the engine's less than 1,000 kilometers and it drives like new. So who knows what he's done i mean i'm assuming by that listing he has replaced it uh he says it came fully loaded there's only 1742 sold in north america that year and only white came with silver trim it's great it's been licensed in quebec anyways i always had a lot of love for mr2 so that one was kind of hard to pass up now that one has really high kilometers on the body who knows what he did with the uh, engine saying there's only a thousand kilometers on it but 230,000 kilometers uh on the turbo mr2 in white um that's also an auto trader find actually all these are on auto trader right now third vehicle is 1978 volkswagen type 3 that's the westphalia van and it's awesome it's fifteen thousand dollars it's out in victoria looks uh looks pretty clean um you know it's i i think anybody who knows a thing or two about these vehicles knows that they you know they aren't really in great condition anymore when you can find them but i said that it's been completely overhauled uh the engine's been professionally done in 2016 and it's a two-tone blue and white. Um, it does re- look really good, and he's got all new seals on the windows. So um, he's also done, looks like, a lot of work on the interior. Super duper clean. Uh, anyways, those are always really fun. Uh, you don't see them around very often anymore. So that's 1978 Volkswagen Type 3 Westphalia van in Victoria. 15 grand for that one. A lot of these I've found kind of right on the $15,000 mark. Next one up is one that I remember reading. Uh, there was a Jalopnik article about it a couple of years ago, so it caught my attention when I saw it again. I'm not a big Mustang guy, but this is a 2001 Ford Mustang GT Bullet. This is 15 grand uh, in Rockland, which I'm not sure where exactly where that is. I'm not sure how accurate he is in citing that only 5,582 were made that year and 1,800, no, what do you say? Yeah, 1800 in black, making it, you know, the rarest of the bullet editions. I believe the rest of them were all green. Um, he says it's in mint condition. It does look pretty damn good, and it's only got 105,000 kilometers on it. One of the interesting things I found with that bullet edition, because I didn't really know what made uh, what made a bullet edition. So obviously, like all the bullet badging, the 17-inch wheels, there's, um, you know, some stuff in terms of handling. Like there's so thicker rear and thinner front sway bars, front body brace. It got bigger disc brakes from the SVT Cobra. It also had a new cast aluminum intake that I think came from the Cobra 57 millimeter twin bore throttle body and still only 265 horse, which um, I'm reading a bit from this Jalopnik article really isn't all that much today, but it it's an interesting vehicle. Uh, it has 265 horsepower, 305 pound feet of torque, not a lot to today's standards but uh, a pretty damn cool car with that V8 in it. 
So yeah, I mean, it's this one to look out for, for 15 grand. I don't know that you're getting a steal of a deal, but in Canada, you know, there aren't a heck of a lot of these cars. Uh, I don't think there's a heck of a lot of these anywhere. So uh, that's a good one to check out and keep an eye on. So 105,000 kilometer Mustang GT Bullet. It's in black, obviously manual for $15,000. Uh, next up is what looks to be a vehicle that's kind of been beaten down, uh, but still cool nonetheless, because you don't see a lot of them. They're just not on market, which is a Cadillac CTS-V. That's in Calgary. That's $15,000. Uh, sorry, it's an 05. has 170,000 kilometers on it and a whole slew of uh, performance upgrades. So I'll take a deep breath for, breath for this because there's a lot of them. I wish this was the wagon. Uh, I know those are almost impossible to find these days, but yeah, it's the sedan. So 400 horse LS6, you know, it's a six speed. He has a new performance LS7 clutch, Brembo Brembo brakes, Ibox springs, Magnaflow catback exhaust, Canon cold air intake, CS short throw shifter, CS motor mounts, trans mount diff bushings, 20 inch wheels with Nitto 555 tires or the triple five tires. Also stock wheels uh, with all weather tires. BMR anti-wheel hop kit, new upper and lower ball joints, new plugs, wires, alternator, battery. Low ballers and time wasters will be ignored. I find that almost every enthusiast who lists a car on Auto Trader ends it off with that. But uh, anyways, black on black, CTS-V, great car. They sound incredible. Uh, I have a soft spot for these, even though I'm not a big domestic guy. Be even better if it was a wagon, but it's not. So there it is, 05 Cadillac CTS-V in Calgary, 15 grand, 170,000 kilometers on it. Next up, uh, I'm also not really into trucks, but found this cool, it's an 06 Toyota Tacoma X-Runner. It's in Bolton, it's $15,000. It also has just a shitload of uh, modifications that have been done to it. So I won't go through those because I'm not really into trucks, but if you're into that and you wanted it, uh, really, really interesting looking truck. Just because of the you know the package it has on it, it's been lowered a bit, uh, making it essentially useless. But it looks great. This has little to no information about it, but the photos are beautiful. Uh, there are two of them. It's quite sparse. So it's a 1971 Fiat 850. That's fifteen thousand dollars. It claims to only have thirty-five thousand kilometers on it. Sorry, I said that's $15,000. It claims to only have 35,000 kilometers on it. It's in this gorgeous blue. It's almost actually the same as the Tacoma. Yeah, it looks really, really nice. Uh, there's really no description about it whatsoever, but um, it's in Quebec. And of course, the description is slightly written in French, so I won't translate. On to the last few here, which is a 2002 Toyota MR2 Spider. I'm not a huge fan of this generation. Uh, when they changed it out, uh, frankly, I liked the boxier version of this, its predecessor. But um, for mid-engine rear drive, um, I know that these MR2s are super badass. This one has low kilometers, 80,000K on it. Never seen snow. It's certified and e-tested. And that's $15,000. So and that's in Thornhill. So yeah, 2002 Toyota MR2 Spider, $15,000. 80,000K on the odometer. And uh, it is white on uh, a beige leather interior. Looks pretty cool. I couldn't see myself driving that on a regular basis, but there are a lot of people who like those cars quite a bit. The next one, um, this is just another interesting find. It's a 1975 Toyota Land Cruiser. It's an FJ40. 
It claims uh, aluminum tubbed, so and that's a $15,000 car out of Vancouver. It has 99,999 kilometers. That sounds suspect. Anywho, yeah, this one, uh, it's a small block Chevy. It's got the, the V8 in it, um, Edelbrock carbs, power steering, custom headers, custom rad, soft top and bikini top. Sorry, no hard top, uh, but it runs great and it looks like they're just trying to find a good home for it. Uh, some really good pictures of it uh, if you're into off-roading. If not, uh, it would still look great in the city. So again, that's a 1975 Land Cruiser FJ40 for $15,000. Now on to the... What I think is the most interesting find out of all of them that I was going through, this was posted about 10 days ago. I can't imagine it sticking around for very long. A little bit more expensive than I think a lot of people would want to pay for it, but by the sounds of it, it's very worth it. So that's a 1993 VW Corrado GLS. It's $15,000. It's in this really nice kind of like deep forest green. It is. Uh, it only has 101,000 kilometers on it. It's the original owner. He's kept it since new. It's never been winter driven. It's fully loaded. It's got the black leather interior. It's been serviced at that local VW dealer. You know, um, the only extras he says that he's added on were front and rear sway bars and everything else is original. So that is a super special car. I say that a lot, but this really is a special car. There are a lot of people who I think have probably gone to pick this thing up already. But if it is still on the market, somebody's going to get really lucky out there because I always love the Corrado and this one is immaculate. It's really, really, really great. So I hope somebody out there can go and pick that one up. 93 VW Corrado GLS in Hamilton for $15,000 and it only has 101,000K on the odometer. One that I would love to drive here in the city a 1968 Mercedes Unimog. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that are fanatical about them, and I kind of see why. I love it. I would love to drive it. I feel like this guy doesn't necessarily know what he has. It only has 36,000 kilometers on it. He has replaced the new deck uh, in the box. It looks beautiful. Uh, It's been really nicely done. It's kind of this mustardy yellow color, uh, black soft top on it, and what look to be great new wheels as well. They're uh, 12 by 20. So that's the Unimog 404. That one, I just, you know, for $15,000, it's a big investment for having something fun like that, but kind of a small investment in the grand scheme of things um, to have a vehicle as capable as a Unimog. And then last, just for fun, it is a 1950 Ford Custom Chrome in Abbotsford. I normally don't talk about old cars, but for this one, I thought I kind of had to. So it only has 40,000 kilometers on it. It's an all-original 1950 Ford Custom Sedan. It's been in this guy's family for four generations. He says it runs beautifully and it's in superb condition. And by the looks of the photos, it really is. So for any of you who are out there that like old cars, custom cars, sorry, not custom cars, old cars and classic cars, um, this is absolutely one for you. Uh, Even the bench seats look like uh, they just came out of the showroom. So um, there's this like beautiful kind of patina on the wheel already. The dash is in really good condition. It's that split front windshield. Beautiful, beautiful car. So go and get that one. So anyways, that's it. I've gone over my time limit for this episode. So I'll stop there. I was supposed to go on to episode this episode six being uh, with uh, Philip Oliviera of uh, drivermod.ca. We're still trying to line that up, so hopefully that comes out um, sooner than later once we can get it uh, get it together. 
Um, but that's it for episode six of the Bucket Seat Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Trevor Byrne. You can find me on Twitter at The Bucket Seat. You can just search Google for The Bucket Seat Podcast to find it again if you need. Um, and otherwise, um, you know, keep listening. We're going to keep doing this a lot, and um, I hope you enjoy it. Also, submit any email uh, or questions to me through my uh, Show Dungeon account, or you'll find it on thebucketseat.ca. Get in touch with me. Uh, send me any feedback, uh, rate it on iTunes, all that stuff. Thanks and peace. Mm-hmm.